Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Oh, sure you can't stay for more coffee? It's late and Jim never has a second cup. You know, I'd love another cup. Jim never had seconds of my coffee. And I made pretty good coffee. But that night, we both discovered Uban. Uban, special coffee, because it's made with special beans, 100% Colombian, for taste and aroma so deliciously rich. Hey, how about seconds for me? Uban, with richness worth a second cup. Would either of you like another cup of coffee? I will, but Jim won't. I think I will have another cup of coffee. Jim never has a second cup of coffee at home. Ty Webb, Heavy Longmire, Gustav Matteblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. Alright, go fuck gotta, around your phone. Well, I gotta answer Ray. And we're back! Hello, folks. Hello. Hello, darling. I think it was Conway Twitty's uh, birthday the other day. Was it? Oh, I mean, Conway. He's dead, you know. Right. We know my feel, Or maybe, you know. Great hair. We've got a lot of new listeners since the last time we talked about Conway Twitty. I love Conway Twitty. He had some dirty ass songs. Though. He had. He did. Especially at the end. Like when he was doing that commercial where, you know, that generic. Black background mm-hmm. with the ferns behind them. Yeah. And they, you know, You've never 80s. been this far before? Ne- I can tell you've never been this far before. Uh, oh God, it's such a dirty-ass song. Yeah. I love 70s Conway Twitty. That's yeah. like my favorite. You, know? you don't like the rose? No, I don't like that. <laughs> but Louisiana Woman, Mississippi Man. Oh, oh. I always like to think him and Loretta had something on the side. Oh, man. I mean, I'll tell you what's a good YouTube watch is to go... <laughs> Is speaking, speaking of, of on the side. speaking of Louisiana woman, Mississippi man, is to watch. Uh, oh shit! Who wrote that? What's his name? Burl Ives. Not a guy from Houston. That uh, narrows it down. Mickey not, Gilly. Not Rodney Foster. What is uh Rodney Crowell? Rodney Crowell. Rodney Crowell wrote Louisiana woman, Mississippi yes. man. Yes. Fact check me. Yeah, we're gonna need a fact check on that. All right. Well, this is Can You Hear Me, the podcast where. We don't trust each other because we're all full of shit. <laughs> I am enjoying this nice cup of black coffee that you made me. You like heavy. that? I hope you don't mind high-end, freshly ground coffee. It's all I drink. All right, good. I don't drink coffee. That's You don't? Uh, I no. don't. It's so freaking weird. Gosh, damn, son. And, I drink it all day. And my background too. is of a world where everybody drinks coffee. Yeah. And... I was the always the standout, you know. No, no. Well, I remember my granddad giving me coffee with ice, a couple of ice cubes in it when mm-hmm. I was, I mean, knee high to bottle. a grasshopper. Yeah, uh, straight out of the tit. Right. My wife drinks coffee a lot. My daughter drinks it, but I'm, you know, I don't drink it. She, in fact, my wife had to teach me how to make a pot of coffee. It's funny he never has a second cup of coffee at home. I love that, and I love that you. Say that for me. <laughs> Airplane. Love Robert Stack. Oh, it's so damn good. That's one of the best damn movies ever. Also great hair. I haven't watched that in a long time. You know what? We should do a Megan's Movie podcast about Airplane. Oh. Invite her here to record with the three of us, and we talk about that movie. And we'll have her back to talk about Jeremiah Johnson. Okay. Whoa. Absolutely. And Top Secret. We'll just have her here every week. And we'll have her back for... Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Ooh, yeah. Are we going to do, we need to do, are we going to do screening on that with the shit butts meet up? You know what? That's a, that's an interesting thing. We'd have to find a place to do it. KJ's, yeah. KJ's got his new house. That's right. If he, if he doesn't burn that place down. No shit. He's we, trying to wire shit. God almighty. He's wiring. He's trying to strip I, copper yeah. wire. We need to have a, like a field day in service field day at KJ. Right. Try to teach him. All right. We love KJ. Don't burn your house down. Stay fully grounded, KJ. I am Gustav Monteblanc. I am Ty Webb. 
And I am America's favorite heavy longmire. And you can always contact us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com. You can find all of our past episodes at canyouhearmepod.com. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Reddit, we're everywhere you want to be. We're on Craigslist. Yeah, we got an organ for sale right here. Yep. Is that a Hammond? Uh, a Lowry. That's a Lowry. That's mm. a step up from the Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a step somewhere. That's a vintage organ, sir. Yes. Uh, I've got one of those. Ooh, Ooh nice. look at you with the jokes. Nice. You can find us at Twitter. Unlike that one, mine still works. That works. <laughs> Fire it up. Let's get this party started. Get over there and do a little. We I can go over I there and play anything. I can, can go over there and recreate up. the Caddyshack scene. You give me some tequila and a blonde. You gonna give your handle? Well, I was just waiting for him to finish his Caddyshack jokes. Okay. That's all right. Heavy's not interested. He's right. just fuck you on your Caddyshack jokes. I mean, your damn name's from Caddyshack. Right. Give him some, give him some yeah, leash. I, I was. I, I shouldn't have shut you down so quick. I had the I'm name first. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, Gustav Monteblanc, and I've already said that, but on Twitter, I am at Real Gustav. I am at TyWeb3000. And I am at Longmire Heavy. And we have a Twitter account for the actual podcast, and that's at Can You Hear Me Pod. All right, so that's all our housekeeping. So we've got some questions from the Twitters, some of our friends out there. And I'm going to start us off with a good one here from one Interstand Man. All right. Of the East Texas. A fellow 903er. Rocking out there in the Mount Pleasant area. He knows all about them hot links. He does. You don't like those, do you? No, I, I don't. I don't. That's, I don't dislike hot links. Uh-huh. I don't. This is feeling a little bit like Heavy's Glenn Campbell. Stance. I was just gonna say. I want to see how he's on crawfish. No, I don't. This. I mean, I don't often choose. Like, if I have my choice between a jalapeno smoked sausage or the hot link, I'm going with the jalapeno cheddar smoked sausage. Okay, that's where I've I've stepped into that niche. That's what I Boy, like. Well, that jalapeno sausage at Hutchins. That's good, good shit right there. That's good. We need, to, we need to have breakfast. another shit butt meet up at Hutchins. Yeah, we do. Yeah. All right. He has two questions for us. Okay. The first one is, if you only had one song you could listen to in heaven when you die, what would it be? Mm. I now, don't think that's how heaven works. It's but... probably not. Theologically, I mean, doctrinally, it may not be sound. Okay. Now, Big Enos Burdett mm-hmm. chimed in, Cashmere by Led Zeppelin, uh. or In My Time of Dying. And then he finished up with and stroking from Clarence Carter. <laughs> Yoda Cat. Right, hold on. Hold in on. my time of dying. I think that's Zeppelin, isn't it? Yeah. There's there's a yeah. couple of I think as an homage to Brian Wilson, I'd just do Be My Little Baby. Mm. <laughs> Hell. You know that story about when Brian Wilson had that time period where he just went crazy? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and yeah. he he had that. Where he was record. hanging out with Manson. Yeah, well, this was one where he was just holed up like Howard Hughes in his house, and he had that Be My Little Baby record, and he played it over and over and over all day and all night for months on end. God almighty. That's the only song he listened to, and he listened to it over and over all day long. That would be awful. And Yoda Cat, it's uh, a great song. It says repetition becomes hell. The only correct answer is nothing. Clarence Carter is a national treasure. But not for stroking. No. You go back to his early 70s albums, and they are the some of the finest R&B soul that you can get. Yeah. And then he made a lot of money, I'm sure, off stroking and got well-known because of that. But stroking sucks, past the point of it being a novelty song. And I don't like patches either. Ugh. No. But man, you get uh, Thread the Needle or... The, the, a blind man wrote a song about how he'd go blind for a girl. That's dedication. That's something. Man, that is a great question, though. I think I would want maybe a more of a storytelling kind of song. Something long, like uh, yeah, like, like American Pie or mm. uh, El Paso is a good one. I, I would prefer El Paso City over El Paso. I would take just right off without thinking too much about this. I would take as he pulls out his list, his scroll. <laughs> Heavy without thinking, thinking right too now. much about this. He yet. is thinking. Too the first much. thing that popped in my mind was self-destructive zones by the drive-by truckers. I figured it was going to be a drive-by. That's trucker the first thing song. that popped in my mind. What's that other DBT song about where the 
<laughs> Tornado hits Marshall Shoals. Uh, uh, I can't remember the name, name of that, that one. one. I thought you were going to say the wig you made her wear or something like oh, that. Oh, no, 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 no. Self-destructive zones, I love. That, that is the one about the... Is that the one Yeah, about that it? is self-destructive okay. zones, yeah. I love that song. That's a good story song. I mean, yeah. It's not a story song, but I could listen to Amarillo by Morning over and over all mm. day long. That's a smooth song, man. It is a smooth or song. Or Marina Del Rey. Oh, uh, that's good. I might, I might pick. Uh, I'd want something with some length to it. That's what she said. <laughs> so like I'd probably go something with something like Def Leppard off Hysteria. Hey, <laughs> fucking don't you, don't you take a shot at Hysteria. That's a badass album. It is a badass it, album. Did I say it was? But it's not their best. I was album. asking you. No, that's I one think, that you would want. Uh, Pyromania is probably the better. Although there's some good stuff on. Uh, was it through the night? Pyromania was the one right before is, Hysteria, right? Yeah, Pyromania okay. is before Hysteria. Yeah, I still like Photograph. I think. Do you? That was before. That was the one before that was, Pyromania. Yeah, yeah. I think that was before High and Dry, right? Or was that? I I can't I don't remember. remember High and Dry. Yeah, High and Dry. Which one has Fooling on it? It's the same one that had. Isn't that the same? Doesn't the same album have Fooling and Rock of Ages on there? Yeah, I think so. But the I think Photograph was on Rock the album of before Ages that. Is the one right before Pyromania? I think that's isn't it? What was that one called? You said no. I thought ago. that was on Pyromania, Rock of Ages, or is it? I and don't know. Foolin'. You know, I thought Fooling and Rock of Ages Google was on. Knows. You know who would know? G. Understand Man would Interstand know. Man would know. He's a Def Leppard fan of the highest okay. order. That's a great question. though. I'm going to have to think about that, or just look on what your about, phone. Tears, what about Tears in Heaven? Fuck no. What? <laughs> What did he say? Tears in heaven. Tears in heaven. Oh gosh! <laughs> now, you know, Layla, that gets old. It gets old. Uh, but I'd rather listen to that than Tears in Heaven. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm not an asshole by nature, Mark. But fact check. I should have said something about Tears in Heaven when I met her at Clapton that time at Nomadic Notions off of Greenville, trading beads. Yeah. Not wasn't Greenville. That was off of uh, not Greenville. Uh, shit. Or I'm not at. Give lovers, me sh- lovers, or what you should have done? Give me shelters. Kind of pretended one. like you didn't know who he was, and just like talk loud enough to where he can hear the conversation and be talking to your the friend and say, "Yeah, the dude let his kid fall off a balcony, and then he writes a song about it that sells millions of dollars." That wouldn't have been cool. What between Eric Clapton and Suge Knight cornered the market on balcony jokes? Yeah. You should have been like, man. <laughs> if Heavy said Suge Knight, he would have said Sugar. Sugar Knight. <laughs> Didn't he know Tupac? <laughs> He's uh, West Coast. They're both West Coast. Was it, wasn't Tupac West Coast? Tell us more yes. about 90s. Tu- Tupac was West Coast. West Coast versus I watched East a 90s Coast. documentary on CNN of the night that kind of highlighted the rap <laughs> music scene. It's very informative because I don't know anything about I could music. listen to Gimme Shelter over and over. Oh, that's Fucking good. good. That's good. What's your favorite? I've never been, I've Our never whole, really liked be, them. Before Hold you on. say it or I'll forget it. We we have to pay homage to the Rolling Stones basically started this whole podcast. It's true. Yes. Do you wanna, Hooters and Rolling Stones started this whole you wanna, shit. You know, pull back the curtain and tell that, you know, explain that. Well, we just, we hadn't seen each other in a long time mm-hmm. and we had a meetup. And then I think it was our was it our second or third meetup. We decided to come up with our ten favorite Rolling Stones songs of all time, and we sat at Hooters for about four hours talking about it. And we thought, we, shit, we dissected yeah. each other's lists. Right? There's got to be and at least six other people that would want to listen to this. We worked through, and and we put in we put in more work for On those that lists list. than we have since. <laughs> right. Than we have Together. done for the entire eighty something. I episodes. mean, I was, I was, there's not how many hours I spent on YouTube. Looking at and just looking at past it because I've never been a huge Stones fan. I like them, but I've never, you know, been a huge fan. But I know what I like, and I was like, shit, I don't know what you album think they're that better was than on. Glenn Campbell. Yes, they're better than Glenn Campbell. Yeah, I felt like I listened to the entire Stones catalog before that oh, meetup. Yeah, I know I did. I, I went and I listened to albums I had never, I didn't even know existed. Yeah, I mean, and I considered myself a big Stones fan, and there were songs I'd never heard. Sure. How do y'all feel about the Who? I love the Who. You know, that's one that I've never delved. Like I know some of their catalog, but uh-huh. I've never. I've gone never. Deep. I mean, there's a few songs that I know I like. And right. I mean, I've gone one, deep, but there's one that I never knew even who sung it. 
until now the digital radio tells you, you know, tells you who Eminence Front. Oh yeah, I love that freaking song, and I don't know. That's probably is that their later stuff. Yeah, that's that's later, and that's a that's a Townsend singing mostly there. Yeah, and they did. Who are you? Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, they did. Yeah, who the Who's Greatest Hits was the first CD I bought. Really, I bought. I don't, and I think it's. I had to come to Dallas to buy a CD deck for the stereo. Oh, and at the place that I bought it, they only had like a few CDs, and I. I, you know, saved up and bought this deck, and I need a CD to play it in. And like, well, I know the Who, I like the Who, okay. And I didn't know half the songs that were on there, and it was fucking great. Yeah, I think the first album I bought was Donna Summer. Uh, I can't remember the first record I bought. I do remember mine. Remember where I bought it? Well, I remember my mom looking at me like, I don't approve of this, but if you want to spend your money on it, at the Target in Plano, I bought. Michael Jackson's Thriller. Mm. Well, that's that's a pretty damn good one to, to yeah. say that's what you bought. bought. The, the album. It's no Donna Folks, Summer. But... When we say album, we're talking about records, sure. kids. 33 and a third. This isn't cassette tapes. This was, I mean, it was, yeah, that's that was the first one I bought, Michael Jackson Thriller. I picked up a Lionel Richie that has uh, Hello mm. album this week, and I also picked up Stevie Wonder. What's the one that's got all the... It's got uh, all the good funk, all the good funk on its shit. Anyway, his first four albums has got to be up there in the best first four albums of any artist of all time. So, so back to the Who, you know, their early stuff is really pushing the boundaries at the time. You know, they came out there and they're tearing up their guitars right. and the kit and everything. Every you know, and that's just you know, holy shit. Remember them being in Guinness Book for the loudest. Sure, band I forgot of all about time. that. Yeah, and you know, Townsend had hearing loss after after all that. They wrote fucking Tommy, which that's one of my favorite things on earth. Really, is yeah. the, the the whole opera, and I can listen to it as them. Mm-hmm. They're they're straight up, and I love the movie. Never seen the movie. I've seen bits and pieces of that movie tons of times, but have never watched it all the way through. It's pretty crazy. Because they get okay. all their friends and stuff to is come it, in, and that might be good for filmed, a little project. Yeah, is it filmed the Megan movie like, podcast project? I was thinking more like of Johnny Appleseed. Pink Floyd project. did. I mean, as far as I mean, is it an actual movie or is it like a musical set to the album? It's a it's a total musical. Okay, rock opera. If rock you will. opera. That was a drive by trucker album. That's southern rock. Southern opera. rock opera, but <laughs> with a wink. Love the DBT. It is. It just sounds so dirty when he says it. <laughs> it's even better knowing he's got that big DBT tattoo on his back. Right. He's got his chest the small on, of dude. my back. Oh shit! <laughs> there ain't nothing small about your back. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh shit! He's got the tattoo on the front that just says "See back." <laughs> right. See reverse for details. Objects are larger than they appear. He's got one on his underneath his belly button that says "Home of the Whopper." Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's enough heavy, heavy tattoo. What jokes. were you about to say before I interrupted you? I can't Sorry. remember. Okay. We were talking about the movie for Tom. Oh yeah, is it a musical? Yeah, it's is a total it? musical. Okay, and it's got Anne Margaret, who's so really? fucking hot in I it. I mean, she she's hot. at her apex of hot for me because yeah. she's kind of milfy at this point. Yeah. God, Viva Las Vegas, though, and Bye Bye Birdie. She's got to be in her 80s now. She's still beautiful. Yeah. Gorgeous. Viva Las Vegas and Bye Bye Birdie. Her and those two. Oh, yeah. She's is just. It's great. She was just so. (sighs) Golly. We need a minute here. Yeah. Her and Bridget Bardot. Mm. But Bridget Bardot didn't hold up as well. Are two, to Mm. me, just like. Don't Google late late edition. You you look at it and it's like, God, they are just freaking beautiful. Beautiful. May Work, I? May I? Art. Yes. And may I interject Claudia Cardinal into that? Yes. Cla- Claudia Cardinal. Who is she? She was what you may know her from. She was the female in Once Upon a Time in the West. Okay. Oh, she's kind of uh, real tan. Spanish, yeah. Italian, yeah. or yeah, something like Italian. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now and, you want to talk about somebody that didn't hold up well? It, it's bad. Don't. Don't, I haven't done that. And but then, uh, what's her name? What's Fellini made 
Eight and a Half, she's the muse in it. And if you haven't seen Eight and a Half and you like film, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but go watch that. But she is the whole driving Marcello Mastriani, you know, forward in this project is her beauty. And he just sees her, you know, when places she's not. God, she is. I, she might be my top. If what? I just pick one. What's uh? What's Claudia her last? What? What's Cardinal? And she made a spaghetti western with Bridget Bardot, where they catfight. Really? Yes. Wow. And that's it's a shitty movie, but yeah, it's fucking hot. What is yeah. uh Catherine that married no, uh that married Sam Elliott? Oh, that's not. Um, that's in Ross. Yeah, Catherine Ross. Yeah. yeah. That's in Bruce and uh, Butch that's Cassidy. in Butch and Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was a beauty she was too. Pretty. But and she held up too. Yeah, but she ain't no Cardia Cardinal. Well, no. I mean, you're in a different genre there. There's some yeah. holding up that's going there's on. There's indie there. level, and then there's the blockbuster stuff, and yeah. Wasn't Catherine Ross in? Uh, was she in Redheaded Stranger too? Or was no? she the one in that? She's in the Sackets because that's where her and Sammy Sam Elliott met. Hooked up. She was in. I can't uh, remember. Who, I don't think. Was she, what? What else was she know. in besides? Uh, Butch and Sundance, that was a huge hit because she was in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, back she was. Then. She worked a lot, a ton. She was in another western. I'm trying to think of though that this is riveting. I know, but well, we can. You're looking it up. Gunsmoke. No, she wasn't in Gunsmoke. Miss Kitty's sidekick. <sighs> Miss Kitty. <laughs> Never could get past that mole. <laughs> well, that's why you have to work from behind. She was in The Graduate. Yeah, but there's something else I'm thinking of. Stepford Wives. No, but that movie was creepy. Never seen it. It is creepy. But I would, if I was going to have to pick between Catherine Ross and Annette Benning, Annette Benning, not Annette Benning. Uh, fuck, shit, in the graduate, Mel Mel Brooks' wife. Oh yeah, yeah. Can't think. Holy shit! I'm bad with names, so I don't know. We know. Anyway, I would pick Mrs. Robinson over Catherine Ross. Mm. Going, right. I'm going to go for the MILF. If I have to choose between. Right. Between the young and the old, I'm going MILF. I'll go on record. Okay. Hold on, I'm still looking up Catherine Ross for him. I'll edit that shit out. Uh, if, if you need another and we're back, I can help you out on that. Annette Ban- and Bancroft. And That's Bancroft, you thank you, thank you. Uh, she was the one on Redhead of Stranger? No, no she, she was, was the one Mrs. in Robinson in The Graduate. Oh, okay. What is that other movie Catherine Ross was in? I'm going to have to look that up. Are you looking it up? I'm trying right now. She worked a lot. Oh, no. Mm-mm, never mind. Oh, she was in the Colbys, the spinoff from Dynasty. Oh, shit. <laughs> I remember that. Man, she did hold up. I'm telling Let's you. See. Well, it's just a tiny picture, but hold on. I'll show you in a second. She's got to be in her 80s, too, probably, doesn't she? Mm, she's probably late, late 60s. 60s. Yeah, she's late 60s. Well, Redheaded take... Stranger, good job. Hey, look Maybe out. There. Every that now and then. That show's 1986. I thought that was like Redheaded 82 Stranger. or something. Yeah, I was thinking earlier. I figured early 80s. She's I tell you who Shadow else. Shadow Riders with. Tom Selleck. I tell you who else always got young Ty's attention was that Julie Christie. Julie yes. Christie. Ooh. Who's that? She is uh, Laura in Dr. Zhivago. She was... Uh, Never saw that. She's in Shampoo. Shampoo. She's in Fahrenheit 451. She was in that other great Western with Warren Beatty, uh, Macabre. Yeah. 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 Where's the whorehouse thing? Miller and... What is it? Macabre and Mrs. Miller? Yeah. Macabre and Mrs. Miller. She was also in, uh, oh hell, this, we're just gonna get off on a tangent here with me trying to think of movies she was in, but she's great. Oh, that scene of her and Donald Sutherland. And, uh, fuck. Where there was all that rumor that they were actually yeah, having sex. Fucking, yeah. What movie was that? Boy, uh. Welcome to the podcast of us looking up movies we can't think of. <laughs> we're just gonna edit all this out. Most of it. Julie Christie. Held up, too. Yes. Yes. Ooh, uh, Catherine Ross in the final countdown where they go back in time to Pearl Harbor and so they can stop it. I haven't it. seen that. That was 1980. Saw it at the theater there in town. Boom. It's good. Remember the Europe song? <laughs> Not as good as the movie. All right. I was looking up. I couldn't Donald stand Sutherland. Europe. I also never could stand Duran Duran. Oh, I, I like Duran Duran. Man, I just couldn't do it. I, man. I would. I will. Rock out to Hungry Like the Wolf at the drop of a hat. <laughs> well, there's a couple songs of theirs that I like. Rio. I like Rio. Yeah, Rio's good. I just good. couldn't. The videos is what did it, man. I just, I don't know. I, I, It was too much. I think me and. They had a great bass player, though. Yeah. I think I actually bought at that place that sold uh, Spikes and stuff. 
I didn't it. think we were recording well, anymore. Fuck yeah, we're recording. Okay. All they also I'll, sold I'll some edit. awesome Iron Maiden t-shirts. I'll edit this out, but I bought a Duran Duran headband. Oh, and some and weed. Like the, <laughs> it had the rising sun in the middle. Yeah. And Duran Duran on the side. Wow. I remember eyeballing a deep purple poster there for a while, but yeah. never pulled the trigger. Don't look now was the Julie Christie okay. Southern okay. film. Ah, shit, I don't remember what I was going to say. Uh, what other? Uh, and we're back. So I, I might pick a, a Dylan song that Ooh, was long, yeah. You know, something that yeah. would have a tangled up in blue or right. Um, Black Diamond Bay is one of my favorite long Dylan songs. What? It's off the Mozambique album. Can't recall. Oh wait, that not off Mozambique. Uh, shit. Anyway, it's the album that has Mozambique. I don't recall that song. Off the it's top a song of my about head. a like Krakatoa blowing up. Okay. And, or it's not Krakatoa, but it's a, a volcanic island blowing up, mm-hmm. and there's all this shit going on in this hotel on the island as it's starting mm-hmm. to go. That's the thing, man. I can, pick something by Wu Tang. Yeah, you can uh, Cream. That's I got. That's my jam. You ever I got heard, in you ever with heard, the, You ever heard Cream by Wu Tang? The Clan? band? No. <laughs> the Clapton band? No. But We're not I talking about know, Ginger Baker. I don't know that I've ever heard any Wu Tang Clan except references from the Chappelle Show. They're really for the children. Song. They are for the children. It's yeah. true. All right. I'm sorry. We derailed you from the uh, great Ginger Baker reference, by the way. In. I'm all about the double Talking kick. About Dylan, just, you know, you can, I don't care how big a Dylan fan you are, which, I mean, we're both pretty big Dylan fans. You can find shit you've never freaking heard before. Oh, especially off the bootlegs and stuff. And, uh, but I was going to ask you, one of my. He's pointing at Ty now. Right hey now. He, he hasn't figured out this is not a right. visual they can't medium. Right. The, we need to do a simulcast, I've got, a YouTube simulcast. I've got like, it's like a, it's a two album set, like essential Bruce Springsteen or something like that. And there's a live song on there that I love. And the other day I was listening to it, it came up on Shuffle. And I was like, I wonder what album this was on. Because I, I don't ever remember it from anything. I look it up and he's never recorded it. It's just on that. This, is it an old? It, the song is Trapped. It's an old Jimmy Cliff song from like 1970 and evidently a obscure Jimmy Cliff song that they say he just does it at concerts and stuff. Yeah. Have y'all ever heard that? I can't say it's, that I have. God, I maybe if I heard it. It's so freaking good. Just look up Trapped on YouTube, Bruce Springsteen. Such a good song. What is your favorite Willie Nelson song? Oh, shit. Wow. Taking a deep dive there. Man, I love that. I can watch that Redheaded Stranger movie. That that because album. Because the soundtrack. That album is, is top notch. The way that soundtrack follows the movie and everything, I can watch that over When and was over. the last time you've l- listened to that album? From Which I don't know if the new ones will do it, but the old one, I mean, he explains even at the, he's talking yeah. at the beginning of it, and he explains that, you know, it's a concept album. And now, if I had to pick blah, an blah, album blah, 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 to blah. listen to instead of a song, that would be in strong consideration. Yeah, that would be, that would be up there. That's, that's really, really good. My favorite, and it's funny you say that because the first thing I thought of is something off that album, but I'm just trying to figure out what off that album is my favorite. Um, Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain is probably one of my that top. That would be in strong consideration. Top Willie songs. It's a really good one. Always on my mind is also. Oh, shit. You get chills from that. Yeah. And, uh, I, and the song Redheaded Stranger. Redheaded yeah. Stranger. That's, that's a, that's a great story song. I love I love hear, hearing him sing crazy too. Yeah. Yeah. That one I don't know is kinda That's not one of my tops, nah, but it's really, really good. I love his cover of um uh, Midnight Rider. Yeah, it's good. I mean it's not his best song, but I and I think maybe I like the bass beat in that yeah. more, that bass line. Cause he's it's funky. It's a Willie Nelson, but it's funkier than the Allman yeah. Brothers, which is kinda odd. Man. Always on my mind. That one just gets you in the yeah. In the heart. Well, and the way he just throws who, it away El- and sings it on wrote that offbeat. I don't know. You're the one that's full of who wrote what tonight. Did because Elvis did that as well. But Elvis did a shit ton of right. A lot of covers from Elvis. Okay, which is back in a time when everybody covered everything. Yeah, right. I mean, you could have a you could have an album that's charting right now, and I would go cover it. And yeah. chart too. Yeah, exactly. I always thought that was weird. Yeah, it was a crazy and, time. Uh, that, I, yeah, that's that's a really good song. You know what is speaking of covers? 
if you I've only I only saw it one time and he did it live because it was a I think CMT did and this was a long time ago, but they did like the twenty best country songs of all time and they had like different artists come up and sing the song mm-hmm. and I think Galveston was like number seven or eight and yeah. Glenn Campbell actually did the song oh, really? and it was amazing. But uh, and Steve Warner was doing like the producing of it and everything, mm-hmm. playing guitar is really good. But um, one of the best covers or my favorite covers of all time because of the way he sang it and just because of the, how great the song is is um, Ray Charles covered "Behind Closed Doors." Oh, I've heard that, and I'm it is sure that is so good. damn. Good. I, I mean, I never thought I'd ever want to hear anybody cover that song. Yes, because of how much I loved it already. But man, it gives me chills. Look at, look at it him. It gives me chills right now just thinking about it. The way he sings it. God, you just said so you didn't good. want to hear anybody else cover it, and we yeah. get the heavy version. Yeah. Man, well, yeah, I have heard that before. It's I gotta really look that up. It's good. so good. I think that's the only time he's ever done it. Was on that TV special. Okay. Well, what is your favorite? Speaking of covers, tribute album that you know. Will they have a compilation of singers that do covers of a certain yeah. artist? I was th- I thought you were just going compilation. It made me think that somebody the other day was saying that they still hadn't seen the last waltz. It wasn't one of you two, was it? No, no. it wasn't me. No. Somebody it- we know said that that's a big music fan said they hadn't seen the last waltz, and I was like, What? Yeah. You need to stop right now. This yeah. is funny because I was and I was listening that. to Katie and Driftwood on the way down here, and I was thinking we need to have heavy duty. Last Waltz Talk. God. Yeah, that's one we could do with Megan. That's great. So it's a I, movie. It's a movie. I I, it's a Martin a Scorsese-directed yeah. movie. Did he? I didn't know he did Oh, that. yeah. That's, he's, he's on screen interviewing. Ah, I that was one of the that. first things he did. I have. I picked up three vinyl band albums the other day. Really? They're great. Oh, they're, and they're so stuck, good. They're, it's got, I got Big Pink, and I can't remember what all three, but it's Have you seen that? One Stink. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even get it out. <laughs> Have you seen that Leave on Helm uh, documentary? No, it's, I think you were telling me about it. The what? The Leave on Helm documentary came out God, just I, like a couple of years before he died. No, but I want to watch that because I it's love really him. Really good. Awesome really boys. Good. So we're talking about the band because I I know we just jumped straight into the last waltz. And if you're not familiar, the band was started. As they started as Ronnie Hawkins' backup band, but then once they got off on they their own, with Dylan. then they played with Dylan and they were on the basement tapes, and then they just exploded as far as that genre could. And then you remember Robbie being on Politically Incorrect I with Bill Maher several no. times? He was on there several times back really? in the day. It was good, too. It, the band is a tragedy. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the story of them is it's awful. That's in the Sleeve on Helm documentary kind of gets into that. I got to watch uh, that. Yeah. I, I didn't know that existed. That. Uh, God, what award? I think it was when they got inducted into the, the Rock and, and Roll, Roll Hall. Hall of Fame. And he was like, ah. and you know, and he's old and yeah. in bad health. He's like, ah, I don't want to go. You know, and his, and his daughter's helping take care of him, I think, or something like that. And it's, uh, it's, it's a heartbreaking story. So and their whole existence. Yeah. Is, well, you know, I mean, now the only ones left alive are Robbie and Robbie Garth. Is, Robbie's still alive. Yeah. 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 And looks pretty damn good. Huh. Now well, he's he still, had a baby face. And who else yeah. did Garth other? Hudson, the organ player. Okay. Okay. Or the the or the the multi instrumentalist. I mean, he right. didn't just. Now Manuel killed himself while Levon and uh, Garth and. Rick were on tour, and Levon went in the hotel room and hung himself. And I think Rick not, found not, him. Not Levon, uh, Manuel. Yeah, Manuel, Manuel. Sorry, Richard Manuel hung himself. Okay. Thank you. And I think uh, I think Rick Danko found Thank him. You. Danko's the one that found him. Yeah, and okay. had to like take him down. Uh. And then Danko, I think, died of a heart attack maybe about ten years ago, eight years ago, and then Levon died of cancer. We know yeah. that I've already told you both that you're both responsible for making sure when I go away, it gets played at my funeral. Okay. The I great, don't think we have that as written instructions. I don't think well, I've I talked to y'all about before. it before. I can put it in writing did if I need to. you tell me this when Just you text were at, it to me. Did you tell me this while you were at my wedding that I don't remember? That's possible. Yeah, you don't even remember I was there. The, uh, but there's Robbie, a couple bridesmaids that remember. <laughs> I would hope so. We can have a conversation off air about that. Robbie 
to this day, though, will go on Canadian interview shows and talk about how there wasn't any bad blood. Yeah. And I've never... Well, I, I mean, think he was the only one that wanted to do that last waltz, too. The other band members were pissed off about that whole thing. You know, and they're they're the probably the prime example of, you know, all of them could have had amazing, could have been lead band members of some oh, other yeah. band. They were studio-level you know? musicians. Yeah, and that's what, I mean, artistic disagreements at its finest, right? I mean, you can, you can look at the Beatles, but they at least held it together for, what, shit, 15 years? 20 years. I mean, the band was together a long ass time. The, uh, with, with, if you go back and watch the last waltz and they talk about how they came up with Hawkins and stuff, they were, they were around a long time before they ever got famous. They, were, oh, they had true. so much more left to give. Though. They yeah. did. Man, that, yeah. that, Cause when they break up 76, 77, 76, yeah. Mid seventies. Yeah. It's one of those things. I think it's, I think it's all Robbie was the main, yeah. the problem. But I think he also he had was, most he of the was songwriting the Glenn Fry of, the, of the band. Yeah. Anytime I see that on, too, I have to watch the oh, rest. And of the it. music's yeah. so damn good. But even as great as that is, and all the people they get to come in, and it has some of my favorite versions of songs. Mm-hmm. Yes, that Dylan is amazing. The Dylan in that. and the Joni Mitchell and and their version <laughs> of Neil Diamond is amazing in it. Yeah. How about Van the Man when well, he Van's just drops great, the mic? But. Their version of the weight with Mavis. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and the, all the staples, but she's still kicking it pretty good. I, know it. Yeah. I wanted to go see her at Kessler. I heard that was really good. There are plenty of really grainy early videotapes of them live in about seventy two and stuff on YouTube. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Even though really? the, the quality is shit, mm-hmm. I mean they were just they were a great band. They were yeah. tight and. If you can't get into the band, I don't know if we want you listening. I'm sorry. Yeah, that uh, one of my favorite tribute cover albums. See, I don't, uh, this tribute cover thing is throwing me <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, because I mean, there's not a there was. If you you say common the, threads were in in the show. Oh fuck that! <laughs> Which one the, was that? Uh, the Eagles tribute. Oh fuck that! Yeah, I know you love that Travis Tritt yeah, that's, version. That's the first thing that popped in my mind was Travis Tritt. The uh, was it Take It Easy he did on there. I, don't I know. think so. It's terrible. I've tried to block all Travis Tritt out of my mind. Uh, You're not a member of the country the, uh, club. <laughs> the oh, you don't shit. die your I goatee. Just, um, not yet. Graham Nash. Um, Parsons. Billy. Yes, that's the a Grant. Good. The Graham Parsons tribute album. I mean, they've oh, got yeah. who all's on that? Ryan Adams, Beck, Bob Dylan, Ryan Adams. Beck. What He's was that called? Of- um, Grievous Angel, Return of the Grievous Angel. Yeah. It's that's a, a good great one. album, and that oh, and and the songs they picked, they, they picked to cover good stuff. Yeah, was really 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 good. And there's a, another one I have is a it's a Bob Dylan tribute from uh, who all does songs from it? Lilith Fair Bob Dylan tribute. No, I still need no. to watch that documentary on him. That's so good. I don't think I've ever watched all of it. Which I one? Well, there's two that are. Well, there's one, one is that multi-part pick thing, that it's, No Way Home yeah, or whatever. That's more of a. But the original documentary is one of those. that's, you know always one of the highest rated docs. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I, I what I saw of the the biopic thing that's got all the different people playing him. I didn't care for. But Yim Yams going to Acapulco oh, off that. That is so good. Is one of the best damn thing. I mean, I like going to Acapulco. Dylan's version but It's not as good as It's Jim not James. as good as that one Holy it, But he goes by Yim Yams Yeah on that. right But Yim yeah Yims. it goes Oh it's so damn good And I'm not a big Jim James Yeah I, I mean My morning jacket It is I like them Some of it I don't know But that going to Acapulco It's so slow And just And he just Belts into it Perfect Yeah that's great stuff We had some additions To The Twitter Since this okay. is going live here We had we had running with the devil. <laughs> running with devil. <laughs> Hold on, let me see who that was. Who was from? Who's that was from? Kevin M one eighty. Okay, I'm not sure he's a listener or not, or he just jumped in because uh, Interstand Man and Yoda Cat. Yoda Cat said favorite Van Halen song. Rep, you know, he said repetition becomes hell. The only correct answer is nothing, and then. <laughs> There was a lot of replies to that, and asked somebody asked if he was married, <laughs> and he said yes to a freaking bed. 
Uh, oh, Yoda said that? Yeah, Yoda said that. And then Kim Barrio, who's one of our new listeners, he said, if you just read Yoda's tweet on its own, it's the most negative, depressive read since Revelations. <laughs> <laughs> Early Van Halen is tough to beat. Yes. I mean, yeah. Pre-Panama. Uh, oh, that's good. And I, I like 5150 with Sammy Hagar. Mm-hmm. It's not as good as the original Van Halen, but that album's got some good songs on it. Okay. Not editing this out. I, We're just going to keep looking at you and blinking. I I like it. I like okay. it. We just lost everything. Yeah. Everything, but I'm not going to make sure we're still recording. Okay, it looked like we stood. It just went to lock. Um, yeah, I, I like 5150. I think I bought it at the time. I did have the tape. I'm not going to lie. But I don't. No. I mean, it's like I said, it's not near as good as original Van Halen, but that's a good documentary. Have you ever seen that? Uh-uh. There's one on Van Halen? Yeah. I haven't seen that. It's either, it's either on Netflix or Amazon Prime where I found it. What band was the dude that replaced Van Van Hagar? What band was he from? Was he Extreme. from Extreme? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Fucking Extreme. That was... You remember the general playing more than words? Oh man, is that who sang that? Yes. Oh shit, that song. It's the general Everson is he? He taught himself how to play guitar, and that was in his get all the girls around, standing around you playing that. <laughs> Damn, song. you just wanted to walk up like on Animal House and grab that Beat guitar, <laughs> smash it. That's that's that was John Sebastian. Yeah. in that scene. Okay. Above and spoon. Flash forward, and he's doing "Welcome Back, Cotter" theme. Okay, what are your favorite Van Halen songs? Name your top three. <sighs> okay, Running with the Devil. Running with is, the Devil and Panama high. are probably in Panama's there. Panama's great. I got a, a soft spot for Hot for Teacher. I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I'm just not, because of the video. It's because of the video. Yeah. Um, I like. Nothing wrong with Eruption. Nothing wrong with Eruption, although I take Janie's Crying over that. That's a good one, yeah. That's a good one. I think "Running with the Devil" is my favorite it's probably Van Halen one, song because that's just it's it's good start to finish. You know, yeah. like "Eruption," it's a little bit too much. Look at me jack yeah. off with this guitar, doing yeah. the finger tapping. That's the one, uh, yeah. But Eddie, "Running with the Devil" is is stout, and you know what? It's not their best song, but I fucking love "Jump." And again, that's one of those first videos that ever I remember seeing, and. It's stuck in my head. I was over at Schmoo's house watching Friday night videos. Okay. Was there anybody in school? That's not as bad as you saying 5150 wasn't that bad. 5150 collectively is better than jump. Was no. there whoa. No. Yes. Was there any um was there anybody that we knew in school that didn't have either a zoo sticker or the Van Halen symbol drawn on their book. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 Now that was. Yep. That I was still love that old Van Halen cover with the kids smoking the cigarette yeah. with the wings, too. Is that 1984? Yeah, that was 84. Yeah. Which has jump on it. Yeah, that's just. I just remember that as a P song. Well, I remember get physical when we were three and being confused. Right. Right. Or not three when we were first grade? First, second grade. It was grade. elementary. It was yeah. really young. Yeah. Here we are. Let's get physical, physical. Yeah, that was weird times, man. The uh, yeah, running with the devil, I would have to say is my is my favorite. But they do a good job in that documentary of showing how Van Halen started there in that point in time in L.A. and what the music scene was then. I mean, they transition all the way into. They never mentioned the extreme. That's who the, came. That's yeah. who came after. So, but then they transition into. You know Sammy Hagar, and uh, and it's it's interesting. It's good. It I'll was, check that it's out. A good documentary. I wasn't a big Sammy Hagar solo fan either. No, no, no I never cared for him much. Oh, though he did do one song in that movie Heavy Metal, which is just him yelling heavy metal over and over. You know, but yeah, I don't think I saw that either. That's a cartoon that's based on the Heavy Metal magazine that always had like tits in it and stuff. Yeah, it's good. I was I always like a fan of the Circus, Circus Magazine Get back your, in the day. Uh, find out how high your hair needs to be or yeah. what studs you need to be wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got any other uh, thing going on, Twitter or email-wise? Uh, let's see. We didn't get any emails, but we didn't put out the call for them until yeah, very true. late. Uh, let's see. This, this got a lot of hits from all this. I still love the depressing 
than Revelations thing. Uh, let's see. Yeah, we did get some more, I think. Sorry. This erupted. Not eruption. Let's see. We had the lady that couldn't tell who we were. Okay, we got one from uh, Sly Panda that asked, are bears attracted to human feces? I, I don't know much about bears. <laughs> well, we haven't spent a whole lot of time we camping have a hell in bear a lot of bears country. around here. Right. Right. I, I, I don't know either. There's only one time I remember we were camping that we even... Actually, you may not have been with me. It may have been when I went up with them when you were off I've had school. a bear rummage through camp. I've had them come through camp. Yeah. But I hadn't seen it. i just seen the right, next the aftermath. I've yeah. had that happen. So I don't know um, about that. Let's see. Oh, speaking of Megan, she has a couple. She has one question that says, Does Ty have anything he wants to tell you about our, meaning her and Ty's newest venture? Not really ready to disclose that at this time. Thank you. Then she also asked, did you know ducks have corkscrew dicks? I wasn't aware of that, but that reminds me of a funny story. Well, Toledo chimes in and says, so do pigs, comma, weird. Okay. And I didn't know about pigs. I think You're I knew right. that about ducks. Uh, cats have barbed dicks. I knew that. And dogs have the knot that swells up. That's right. why you sometimes see they them turn around. The butt. Yeah. yeah. But... um. If you want to tell us more about dicks, Megan, feel free. Or nips, whatever. I'm interested in the story the, uh, Heavy's got. You know, in the in our younger days, you know, junior high and high school age of duck hunting, and our duck hunting consisted of jumping ponds, right. you know. Bear crawling. Right. And back then, uh, you know, there were limits on what you could shoot and what you couldn't shoot. And, Quote, limits. Right. Yes, very and, uh, loose. Back so, when we could still pump lead shot. Right. Yeah. Before and, uh, so me and my dad were out jumping ponds one day and uh we had we'd killed as many mallard hens as we could kill and we were needing a green head to finish out the day. And these were the days of low limits. You could get like five ducks a day. Oh yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And uh so that pool in the woods, we're trying to creep up on the west side of it, where me and you camped, Gus, mm-hmm. and which you can't sneak up on that pool. It's no, it's, it's wide open in the leaves and stuff. We're trying to creep up through there, and uh, the ducks take up off the pond. Well, Dad just opens up shooting at them. I'm like, that, Dad, what are you doing? You couldn't tell what that was. It was too. It was a greenhead. It's like you couldn't, you could not see that from here. You couldn't see his head. Well, I didn't see his head, but I saw his balls dragging the water <laughs> as he took off. <laughs> Oh man, uh, he was he adopted or he was a fan of the shoot them and we'll sort them out yeah, when right, they get yeah. on the ground. Then we'll check and see what we got. Right, so I need sh- to sh- let's shoot it so we can get a closer look at it. Yeah, I need to show you. I got I'm mounted a, uh, a bufflehead drake. Really? Yeah, I got one at uh, where was that Cyprus? I think maybe a you few did years the taxidermy ago? yourself. No, 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 no. I'll show it to you sometime. It came out are, good. Yeah. That's only, I think that's one of the few, it's one of those where we'd had a drought uh-huh. and we were out there, we were weighted way out to almost like the middle of the lake. Mm-hmm. So you got a chance at some of those ducks that usually just stay right, right. out there in the middle of deep yeah. water and uh, a bunch of canvas back. And it was, yeah. it was a, one of the best duck hunting seasons I've ever had. To me, that was a, one of the coolest things with duck hunting. I'd never shot one. I never shot a banded duck. I always wanted. Man, me either. I as many wanted, ducks as we've killed. I know. Never killed one that had been banded. And for you folks that don't duck hunt, the up in Canada and up in the northern plains where ducks breed and the great white north spend their spend the summertime and spring and all that. The wildlife service as they're doing uh, surveys and that kind of stuff um, on the duck populations, they'll band them with a metal band that just kind of clamps around there loosely around their leg and it has a serial number on it and what you're supposed to do is if you shoot a banded duck you call in let them know where you shot it from so they can kind of track migration routes and that kind of stuff but yeah that was always i knew a guy who had a necklace oh yeah from the lanyard that his call was on i mean yeah just had a necklace of man man, yeah i mean i'd see people with one of those lanyards full of them hanging from their rear view mirror yeah you know and i was like man I, i don't have any yeah what what I always liked about duck hunting was the and it happened once or twice a season, you know, if you hunted a bunch, is that like where we grew up hunting, you know, you get your mallards, you get your widgeons, 
gadwalls. Yeah. And then your diving ducks. Like trash your, ducks. Yeah, your trash ducks, your diving ducks, like your bluebills and that kind of stuff. And, uh, An occasional wood duck. Yeah, wood ducks. But it was always fun when you'd get that one oddball duck that it like a, I killed a, uh, golden eye one oh, time. Yeah. And, uh, and a pintail. Yeah. Shot one pintail yeah, before. Those are rare. But it was just, it was fun to get those like, damn, how do you get away from the rest of the flock and end up mm-hmm. over here, you know? That, uh, yeah, that was always interesting when you get those one-offs that, like, they're not supposed to be in this area. My least favorite duck hunt was the time that you almost killed me. Yeah, that, we didn't even get anything that day. That's no. where I was hoping this conversation was going, so thank you yeah. for knowing that. Yeah, he Aaron. shot first, asked later. Yeah. Well, I gave you an opportunity. That's true. He saw your balls I, dragging on the water. Yeah, should have never. <laughs> don't it taught me a valuable lesson of. Don't pull a prank on somebody holding a loaded shotgun. <laughs> All right. Aaron asks, does a possum know when another possum is playing possum? Mm. I've never seen a possum around when another possum is playing possum. I haven't either. So. I don't know. N- well, if you don't count babies on the back. Yeah. I think I, I've, I've run into that, but not two grown possums. What I like to do. See a possum, you know, and try to scare it, and it'll lay down and play possum, and then reach down in its pouch, steal its babies, and run off. That's what you like to do. Yeah, it's pretty fun. They I knew get, some. They pe- get pissed. I knew some people when I was a kid that had some of those scared goats. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was really? a fun time. Yeah, it I've was. Just at- seen videos of them, but I've never actually seen them. It was uh, out there. Well, I can tell you off air, but out there west of town. And there's some friends of my mom's, a friend of my mom's, her and her husband had a little place out there and they had some of them. They have sheep too? (laughs) I don't remember. Did they shear sheep? (laughs) Not that I ever saw. Okay. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right. Ginsburg asks, what's the most turnt the three of you have been at a concert or sporting event? Woo. Oh. Well, I have never been turned in my life, Ginsburg, so I'm out of this equation. Hmm. I can tell you, if fake Bailey J show up, she's going to get turned. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, I mean, there's a lot of contenders for me and Heavy. Yeah, that's a tough there's question. There's shows I don't remember. Yeah. Let's just leave that at that, because... Yeah, that's a... That's a dangerous one right there, but thank you for the, that's a tough the question, list. Thomas. All right. And the we have a waking up and not know where you're at kind of turn. Right. Follow up from Interstand Man with a second question because his first question was so good. Where the hell did it go? Shit. Oh, yeah. and what about boobs? Oh, I like them. I'm pro boobs. I'm not sure if that was what boobs you would have to deal with in heaven. I'm pretty sure that's not how heaven works, but yeah. I, I maybe I'm wrong, and maybe we really do have a reward. Well, store for us. If I get to heaven, the two boobs I want around me are you two guys. <sighs> we can cut it. We can cut the episode right before that, right? No, I want the people to know uh, what we have to deal yeah, with. Yeah, what we've been dealing with our entire lives. <laughs> I mean, think about that. You know, there are people that get together and start podcasts uh, only because they've met at some bar or something. Or they've talked about on some message board or something. We've been dealing with this shit forever. <laughs> yeah, and that that brings me to my point of if I do get to heaven and you fuckers are up there, I'm going to be pissed. Right. It's like, <laughs> God almighty. Just heavy's going to be whipping my ass for eternity with those jokes. <laughs> so that reminds me of the the joke about that I pissed off the Church of Christ people with where a guy goes to heaven. I may have told it before. Goes to heaven and... The angels showing him around, saying, "Oh, well, here's over this, and you know, here's the all-you-can-eat salad bar, or whatever." And they're like, "Well, but in a moment, I'm going to ask you to be quiet till we get past this big building up here." And so they walk past this giant building, no windows, only one solid door. And when they finally get clear of it, the guy's like, "Well, what was that back there?" He's like, "Oh, that's where we keep the Church of Christ people. They think they're the only ones up here. We don't want to ruin it for them." <laughs> That's like that old, y'all ever heard that old Baptist joke about why Baptists can't fuck standing up? What is that? Because it might lead to dancing. Uh, yeah. I've also heard it, they don't want people to think they're dancing. Yeah. Um, you heard the one where there's a this Baptist preacher, 
he gets stranded on an island all by himself, deserted island. First thing he does is he builds a church. He's there for like five, ten years. Finally, he flags down a rescue ship. Rescue ship comes ashore. He's showing them all the improvements he's made to the island. He's like, uh, you know, here's here's my brand new church. I just finished this like last week. And they're like, well, that's nice. And the uh, guy looks over. He's like, what? What's that other church looking building over there? Well, I used to go to that church, but I got pissed off and built this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's probably the best place to stop because you redeemed yourself with that joke instead of that one about the boobs. And we're back again. And we're back again. We just had to edit out a whole lot of shit. Sorry. Sorry, guys. It was yeah. heavy. We just, we're going to get OSHA complaints. Yeah, we can't. We, OSHA would be the least of our worries. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid we would Antifa be... Antifa uh, would... Yes, Antifa <laughs> would be coming for us. Oh, before I forget about it, did you see the video from Berkeley of one of the Antifa protesters being dragged away by the cops? No. And she's yelling for her, I need my service animal, I need my service animal. <laughs> No. For emotional support. <laughs> I'll send you the link. It's pretty good. I mean, I'm all for fighting fascism, but I mean, come on. What what happens when the side fighting fascism is just the other side of the coin of right, fascism? Exactly. All right. Well It's what happens when the two extremes fight. It is. Why can't we all just get along is what that guy that got beat by the, the great Rodney King. King said. All right. If you have your thoughts about any of the myriad of shit we talked about tonight. What do we talk about? So is the title of this episode going to be... <laughs> <laughs> we just let them wonder I'm, why? I'm, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, we talked about Catherine Ross, a whole bunch of movies. Yeah, y'all... Songs you'd songs like to yeah. listen to, to, over listen and over. to and We had some great interaction with our beloved listeners, and yep. that's important. Duck Absolutely. Dicks. Duck Dicks. Megan's talking about dicks and just a whole lot of other stuff. I'll be challenged to name this episode. Duck dicks and favorite tunes. <laughs> Not sure that's going to be the duck balls and music. Yeah, <laughs> duck dongs <laughs> or corkscrews and favorite tunes. <laughs> All good. All right. Well, email us at can you hear me pod at gmail dot com, and I guess we'll talk to you later. Adios. Bye. I, I, I couldn't hear a thing, Merriman. I couldn't hear a thing. But then again, I can barely hear. Um, <laughs> I've, I've got terrible tinnitus in this ear, like a constant buzzing, like a eeeeee. I mean, it sounds less sarcastic than that. But, um, <laughs> it is nevertheless there, which I got, ironically enough, at a Deaf Leopard concert. And um, I went backstage and I said to the boys, I said, you'll like this. I actually went deaf at your Deaf Leopard concert. <laughs> and they said, it's spelled D-E-F. I said, come on, give me something. <laughs> and where do these soft rock bellends get off? <laughs> How the hell did they even come up with that name? I mean, what were they thinking? You know, we're a soft rock outfit. We want a name that denotes sleekness and power. Um, perhaps we should name ourselves after a wildcat. But, you know, we've also got a sensitive side. We're vulnerable. Perhaps we should give this wildcat a disability. <laughs> What's about rheumatic panther? I'm not so sure. <laughs> How about a hearing impediment? What about deaf leopard? Good idea, but I tell you what, you better remove one of the vowels, otherwise it'll be a stupid name. <laughs> and do you know how they spell leopard? L-E-double-P-A-R-D. That's how they spell leopard. L-E-double-P-A-R-D. Benders. <laughs> the band has been together 16 years, together on the road. We did eight years in bars, dives, dance halls, eight years of concerts in stadiums, arenas. We gave our final concert, the band's final concert. We called it The Last Waltz. Well, why was the hell in San Francisco in um, uh, Winterland uh, when you guys have been in the road for 16 years, you know? Well, Winterland was the first place that the band played as the band. Some friends showed up and helped us take it home. Well, they weren't just friends. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, more than that. Did you ask me that? Uh, ask me that again. I mean, they weren't just friends. I mean, uh, Tell me, tell them they weren't just friends who came in to say hello. You know what I mean? Get that fly. <laughs> no, they were more than just friends. I feel they're probably uh, some of the greatest influences on music on a whole generation. We wanted it to be more than just a concert. We wanted it to be a celebration. And world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas. <laughs>